You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org. Thank you, Rob, and uh, good morning to all of you, whether you're here um, in the church building with us or whether you're watching from home. Um, It's really good to be with you on this lovely sunny morning at last. It feels like May, doesn't it? Um, My name's Elizabeth, I live in Weston, and I've been in Bath for about 30 years now. Uh, Chris and I only arrived at Oasis Church a few months before um, the first lockdown, so we're really looking forward to getting to know more of you in the coming months. And I'm delighted that Joe asked me to talk about contemplative prayer, because it's something that's really close to my heart. Um, I first came across contemplative prayer or silent prayer um, during a particularly sad and difficult time in my life. Um, And at that time, words just weren't helping. All those familiar ways of praying seemed to have dried up somehow, and God seemed very distant. You may know what that feels like. Um, And I was just filled with a longing for God and a longing to really know that I was loved. And I came across something called the Ignatian Spiritual Exercises. Uh, which you may have heard of, and they're based around a 30-day silent retreat. And somehow, I just knew that it was something I wanted to do. And it took about two years, I think, to make that a reality. And during that time, friends and family, um, some of them anyway, I think were a bit horrified on my behalf. Um, And uh, one of my colleagues actually said to me, are you thinking of becoming a nun? (laughs) Um, Which wasn't part of the plan. Um, And in fact, it proved to be really a great joy and and a privilege, although, of course, it was really tough at times, too. Um, But what it left me with with was a kind of enduring thirst for quiet time with God. Um, And I wonder if you know that often when we think we're hungry and we reach for a snack, that actually our bodies are trying to tell us that they're thirsty, Um, and that what we really need is a drink of water. And I think that that's a really great image of contemplative prayer. Um, Often, I will try to fill um, the need for quiet time with God, with with other things. Um, And actually, it's only when I eventually come back to quiet time with him, um, you know, that, that 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 need is fulfilled. And I feel like... I finally get to sort of down that glass of cool water that my, my thirst is longing for. So I guess it's probably helpful to think about what we mean when we talk about contemplative prayer. Um, and, you know, we're very familiar, aren't we, with terms like meditation and mindfulness. They're all around us these days. Um, but I think the key difference here is that when we come to contemplative prayer, um, which is also sometimes called Christian meditation, actually. Um, Our focus, in as far as we're able, is entirely on God. So we aim to set ourselves, as it were, our thoughts, our feelings, our hopes, to one side for that period of time and to open ourselves to God. And a wise friend um, once suggested to me that when life is tough and God seems a long way away, that I try sitting in a chair with a cup of tea and imagine that Jesus is sitting next to me. There's nothing that has to be said, there's nothing to be achieved, 
It's just being together in the quiet. And I think this picture of the two chairs is another really good image of contemplative prayer. Still, quiet, restful, intimate. And in a strange way, I think sometimes we allow ourselves to be more fully known and we come to know God more deeply in the silence. So many books have been written on this topic and um, I can really just give you a flavour of it, I think, this morning. I'm just going to think a bit about what it is, why we might think about doing it, and, uh, and then a few practical tips from my experience. So... Um, Our starting point is quiet when we come to contemplative prayer. Stillness, silence, insofar as that's possible. But I think more importantly than exterior quiet is actually interior quiet. And that's the bit that's really, really hard. I don't know if you've tried sitting in silence recently, um, maybe even just for a minute. But the first thing that happens is that our mind just becomes full of thoughts, lists of things to do, remembered hurts maybe, future plans, anxious thoughts. Um, It's all really, really busy in there, isn't it? Or we may just feel restless and reach for some easy distraction. I don't know about you, but my phone seems always to be in easy reach these days. Contemplative prayer is really simple, but actually I don't think it's easy. Um, I don't practice it every day, even though I really intend to, and it always makes me think of Paul, you know, I don't do the things I want to do, and I do the things I don't want to do. Um, But listen for a moment to these really inspiring words from Archbishop Desmond Tutu from his book, God Has a Dream. I am deeply thankful for those moments in the early morning when I try to be quiet, to sit in the presence of the gentle and compassionate and unruffled one, to try to share in or be given some of that divine serenity. If I do not spend a reasonable amount of time in contemplation, then I feel a physical discomfort. It is worse than having forgotten to brush my teeth. I would be completely rudderless and lost if I did not have these times with God. So I think like brushing our teeth, um, it works best as a daily practice. Um, First thing in the morning maybe, or if you're an owl like me rather than a lark, maybe as part of your evening routine. Um, Or even both. I I remember on um, retreat meeting an Australian judge who talked to me about um, his habit of spending time in silence with God at 6 o'clock every morning and at 6 o'clock again every evening. I was very impressed. But he was convinced that it helped him to do his difficult job with more wisdom and compassion. And as well as making space in our day, I think contemplative prayer is also about making space within ourselves for God. We're told in the New Testament that Christ lives in us, And I like to think of contemplative prayer as a way that I'm intentionally setting myself to one side and allowing the space within where Christ dwells to be much more expansive. So there's less of me and more of him. I think that's really transforming. And prayer is often about words, of course, and that's good. We need to use our voices to praise God, to thank him, to talk to him. Um, But contemplative prayer is about the listening rather than the talking. It doesn't replace these other ways of praying, of course, but just as as in any close relationship, we need to take our turn to really listen. And you you may remember in the story of Elijah in 1 Kings, 
But God chooses to communicate with Elijah, not in the impressive noise of the wind um, or the earthquake or the fire, but in that sound of a quiet whisper. And if we're going to hear that still small voice of God, um, then we need to direct the same sort of attention to the presence of God as we would to, to a close friend. Just for that short period of time, making ourselves available to God and letting go of our own agenda um, and experiencing God's love, loving presence. And I often think it's that kind of warts and all love um, that we only really experience from very close friend or, or friends or family. And I think it's key to say as well that in my experience, and I hope in yours too, that whenever we choose to set a time aside for God like that, we can trust that he will show up too. Well, you might be wondering, um, you know, why? why? Why contemplative prayer? Why should I give it a go? And I think um, that firstly I'd say that there is an invitation from God himself. Um, probably the words from um, Psalm 46 are very familiar to you. Um, Be still and know that I am God. And both God and Jesus invite us, if we're thirsty, to come and drink from the water of life. And that goes back to that first image of the glass of water in the desert. And I think that Jesus models it for us too. Um, Whenever we see him overwhelmed by crowds or by the demands of his calling, he chooses to withdraw, to go away to a a lonely place, um, to pray, to come close to his father, and to recover his sense of purpose and his strength. And in Mark, he invites his disciples, come away by yourselves to a solitary place and rest a while. And I think that invitation is for us too. I'm learning, I think, as many have before me, that resting in God's love in the quiet changes us and will always bear fruit in our lives, even though we might not be aware of it. Desmond Tutu goes on to say in that same book, People sometimes ask about the source of my joy, and I can honestly say that it comes from my spiritual life, and specifically in these times of stillness. They are an indispensable part of my day, regardless of what else I might face. I'm sure there are some of you here who already practice contemplative prayer, um, but there may be others who've not ever tried it, And so I thought it would be useful just to share a few practical tips with you um, that help you actually give it a go. I think this is a very, it's a simple and and a very restful way to pray because we don't have to think of words. We don't have to think about anything that we want to ask for from God. We just have to be in his presence. So try setting aside a few minutes every day, um, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever you can manage. The most important thing is regularity of practice rather than how long you do it for. Use a timer. I find the Insight app on my phone really useful for that. Um, And it helps you free you from worrying about the time. Try to make it the same time every day if you can. So like brushing your teeth, it just becomes part of your routine. And it can help as well to have a place that you go to to do your quiet prayer. I just have a, a chair that looks out on the garden that I call my prayer chair. (laughs) Um, Start by quieting yourself down. You might find that a bit of reflective music helps. 
um, or slowly reading a psalm, or maybe lighting a candle. And find a relaxed position that works for you. Um, most people find that sitting is the best option, but you can lie down. Um, and then just become aware of your breath. Just listen to your breath in and out a couple of times. And call to mind why you're here. Um, whose presence you're in. The God who's in you and around you. This is holy ground. And it can help too to have an anchor. We talked about distractions and they will come whether we want them to or not. Um, that's just human. Um, don't resist them. Don't judge them. Just gently, compassionately bring your focus back to your anchor. Your anchor um, may be the candle. It may be your breath. Or it might be a special word or a phrase like love or Jesus or be still. Just choose one and stick with it. And be comfortable but attentive. Rest in God. Just be. And return to your anchor whenever you need to. You might return to it hundreds of times in one sitting. And that's fine. I think it was Mother Teresa um, who said that we can be thankful for each and every time we are distracted by a thought during contemplative prayer because it's another opportunity to practice returning our focus to God, like strengthening a muscle, if you like. And when your time is up, just finish by thanking God for his presence with you before you move on with your day. I want to just leave you um, with some words from Thomas Merton an American monk from a silent order and a writer on contemplative prayer. And he describes contemplative prayer like this. It's an adventure and a gift of God. We come and the rest is up to him. And I hope that that uh, encourages you to give it a go. And I thought, um, as our prayerful response this morning, that we're actually we dip our toes together into contemplative prayer using these well-known words from Psalm 46, be still and know that I'm God. So I'll lead us in that and then into just a minute's silence together. So I invite you now, wherever you are, here in church or at home, just to make yourself comfortable. If you can, plant your feet firmly on the ground. Just relax your back and shoulders let the muscles in your neck relax. Let the tension fall away. Be conscious of your arms and hands all the way down to the tips of your fingers. Relax the muscles in your face and close your eyes lightly. Bring your focus to rest wherever you feel is the center of yourself. Take a couple of good breaths and then let your breathing just settle into its natural rhythm. Listen as I read the words of the psalm and let them lead you into the minute silence, which I will close with an amen. And whenever you find your mind wandering, gently bring your attention back to your breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still 
and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still. Be. You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org.